Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Amazing. All right. So today then... Thinking about that, you know, today's theme is growth, and we know that growth is an inside job. And what I'm here to talk about today is that negotiation, asking for more, is also an inside job. And so the message that was on my heart when I woke up this morning and did not hit the snooze, Glenn, right? So I'm all set for for 67 days. This is what's going down. I'm ready, baby. No, (laughs) no, no snooze. So I got, I got one thing down. Here's the message for today. Know your worth and then add tax. Goal is to rest in our worth, to know it and to feel confident in it. And I'm wondering how many people here are ready to talk about that. So I'm wondering if folks could flash their mics if they're if they're here and they're ready to learn because I'm a professor in my day job. I'm here normally. Let me tell you, I'm grading people. I'm giving exams. I'm doing all of that. None of that here today, right? I'm with friends. But I'm really here this morning because I love the people on this stage and I love to teach. And so what I wanted to talk about is that knowing your worth really resting in it, feeling confident in it, and communicating that is a journey that can last a lifetime. And I wanna start by telling all of you a story today, and I'm wondering how many of you are gonna resonate with this. So I have a private client. She's now the CEO of her own business, and I see that we have a lot of CEOs here, right? I'm seeing uh, Molly, I'm seeing Sarah, I'm seeing a lot of folks who are out making it happen for themselves. She used to be at a really large company, this client, and it was a super toxic environment. You know, I'm always struck by how many people, when they come into Breakfast with Champions, talk about this environment, right? Where this is one, everyone has a seat at the table, 
everyone is affirmed, everyone is welcomed. And we know that the world at large is not like that. And I'm wondering if you can flash your mic, if you have ever been in a workplace that was toxic, that made you doubt yourself. And I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing Joy. I am seeing um, uh, Vernada. I'm seeing some other folks. Yes, Manuela, Sharon, Jeff, Megan, Robert. Okay, so we're not alone. And it got to this client. It really affected the way she saw herself. And so she left and she decided to go out on her own as a consultant, brave move, and she knew she was potentially gonna make even more money. So she does what a lot of us responsible people do. She does market research on what the appropriate amount to charge is, and she's a specialist. It's $300 an hour. So here's what she does. She sends out two proposals to people, okay? They don't immediately say yes, and then she panics. Anybody been there? She panics and she slashes her prices to $99 an hour. And what happens then? Everyone says yes. She gets five new clients in the door immediately at $99 an hour. And I'm wondering if anybody on this stage has ever sold themselves short. And I'm wondering how you felt after you did that, Tamara, I saw you flash your mic. Have you ever done that? I'm just wondering, have you ever like gone to a place where you slashed your prices? I want you to tell me how you felt afterward. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was excited, that initial like adrenaline high of they said yes, right? Mm -hmm. And then almost immediately you feel almost like a, a component of buyer's remorse in the fact yes. that you've now undervalued yourself. And now you have to do almost, especially if you're using your example, five times the work for what could have been just two clients. So it, it's harder and you end up showing up to those meetings with a bit of resentment instead of showing up at your highest self. Oh my goodness, Tamara. Okay, I love it. It is almost as though Tamara busted into my computer and read the notes from my next, my next segment because truly this is what happened to this client. So immediately she thought, okay, great. I have money coming in the door. This is great. And she showed up to that first meeting and the word she used was Tamara's word. It was resentment. She yes. resented that client, right? Somebody else is speaking here too. Somebody else has been through this. Who's speaking? Oh, a grand rising Alexander. This is for Adele tapping in. This is, I, I, I'll just keep this short than saying that uh, I too am a, a social entrepreneur, a consultant, and I have been in this place. And when you do not charge your value, that word resentment, it doesn't just go into the client, but in my experience, it bleeds in over into our quality of life. And then that yes, impacts our performance. And so I definitely, I love, love, love this conversation. And I'm curious to learn more because when we hit our value, uh, it just makes all of our lives uh, differently. And it makes a change in the way we can show up for our clients. Bernita does speaking for the moment. Thank you, Bernita. Absolutely. And, and so here's the thing. This is lesson one for this morning. And I want you really to take this in because Breakfast with Champions, I know who's in this room. This room attracts mission-driven people. It attracts givers. It attracts people who want to be of service, right? How many of you on this stage would say 
that one of the reasons you get up every morning and you don't hit the snooze button is because you love serving people. You love it. And here's what I want you to know. I'm seeing the flashing mics, okay? Selling yourself short benefits no one, even your client. Everyone here benefits when you ask for more. Why? Because exactly as Vernita and Tamara just said, when you ask for your worth, when you rest in your worth, you show up as 110% of the person that your client deserves. You give your all. And here's what I want to say, right? I mean, this is some tough talk, but if you're doing this at work, chances are you are also doing this at home with your loved ones. How many times have we swallowed things that we need? You know, we need certain types of affection. We need time. We need space. We need support. And we don't ask for those things. And what happens? It doesn't give the other person an opportunity to really serve us, to really be in a relationship with us. And I have to tell you that this is a lesson that I, too, learned the hard way because there was a time in my life when, believe it or not, right? I mean, look at my bio, okay? I have a lot of stuff going on on my CV, but I spent the first half of my life as a young professional woman pleasing everybody else but myself, asking for more for my teammates, for the people I support, for my family, my friends, and it felt selfish to do it for myself. It did, it felt selfish. Until the moment that I first negotiated for myself and an older woman, I'll never forget, gave me the advice that would change my life. And she said, Alex, when you ask for more, you are creating more table for other people to sit. Because when you acquire power, when you acquire wealth, when you acquire influence, when your needs are met, you then get a seat at the table. And that seat comes with a microphone that you can use to amplify other people. So the first thing I want people to know this morning is that selling yourself short benefits no one. And here, just briefly, you are in Breakfast with Champions. It's the Millionaire Breakfast Club. This is one of the first hours of programming. It's all day from 5 a.m. to 8 p.m. And I've always been a fan of breakfast all day. Let's be honest, right? Who doesn't love a good waffle? at 3 p.m. So hoping that you're gonna stay with us all day, breakfast all day, eggs, hash browns, whatever your pleasure, and we're gonna be here for you. Okay, number two, right? So lesson number one, nobody benefits when we sell ourselves short. Number two is pay attention to your emotions. I think a lot of times when we negotiate, and I know Sarah and I have talked about this before, we think that we're not supposed to feel anything, right? Or we stuff down our emotions when we're engaging with people on things. But here's the thing. Research tells us that our gut speaks to us faster than our brain. How many of you have been in a situation where somebody proposed something and your gut was yelling at you, yelling at you? You had a pit in your gut that said, no, this is not the right thing. And we went ahead and did it anyway. This is what happened to my client when she greatly undersold herself. And so all I want you to do 
is to take a few moments and pay attention for the next week when you are dealing with people, when you're dealing with folks in your home, when you're dealing with potential clients, if you're in corporate and you're dealing with people in your reporting chain, I want you to pay attention to how you feel when you are asking for what you need, right? Because sometimes we're gonna find that that resentment, we don't even realize it's there, but it is there and it's infecting our workplace, our client relationships, and it's in everybody's benefit when we change that, all right? And so here's the last thing. I'm super excited to take some questions. I wanna hear what people have to say. The last lesson I wanna leave you with is this. Everybody here knows that you do your research before you set your rate or before you ask for your salary, right? We're all responsible people. We all do the research. And here's the thing. We all know that there's no one right answer, right? If Molly's going out, for example, and she's offering her services as a corporate trainer, we all know that there's a range that Molly can ask for. And here's where I wanna return to what I said at the top of the hour, which is I want you to know your worth and then add tax. The truth is that when Molly is going out, when anyone else, when Daryl, when Patricia, when Monica, when Vernita, when people are going out to claim their worth, your worth is what you say it is. It is not a necessity for you to go out and to say, I'm gonna accept the minimum, right? I'm gonna hit the snooze button on my future, basically, right? To, to borrow a phrase that Glenn hates. I'm going to, I need to accept the minimum. If it's the absolute minimum that's reasonable, that's okay, I'm gonna take it. Here's what I want you to know. People are not paying you for your time. They're not paying Sarah to clock in and out every day 40 hours. They're not paying Molly, you know, 60 minutes for a keynote speech. No, people don't pay for time. They pay for value. They pay for experience. They pay for expertise. And so if you are someone who has worked really hard and you've amassed a lot of expertise, don't go in there and ask for people to pay you for 60 minutes worth of work. No, they are paying you for the sum total of everything you bring to the table, your life experiences, your credentials, your education, your wisdom, all of that is part of your worth. And so for those of you here, I'm gonna see you again next week, but for the next week, I'm gonna ask you if you ever falter, if you ever get nervous to ask for more, whether you are at home saying, I need space and time to myself, whether you are in corporate and you're going in to say, I need flex time, I need to work from home, I need a salary that reflects my accomplishments, or if you're an entrepreneur like my client who was tempted despite all of her expertise to undercut yourself, I want you to remember your friends with Breakfast of Champions this morning, and I want you to remember that everybody benefits when you ask for what you are worth in every area of life. And if you are hesitating, I want you to imagine the several hundred people in this room standing behind you, cheering you on, 
and saying, you are worth it. Know your worth. And then you're going to add the breakfast with champions tax on top of that. So with that, I am super excited at this point to take any questions or any reflections from the mods or folks on stage. Sarah, I see you flashing. Did you have anything you wanted to say? Yes, Alex, first of all, I feel like I could jump up and down right now. And it's so amazing that an impactful quote for you is that your um, mentor said um, that when you ask for more, more people get a seat at the table because that's literally what we say about Breakfast with Champions, that everyone gets a seat at the table. And it's actually reminded me as well when Ifni and Marvin were speaking on Saturday, she quoted Michelle Obama and said, when you walk through the door, you don't let it slam shut behind you. You hold it open. And the other thing that I would say, why I'm so grateful, so profoundly grateful you're here, is that we hear on Clubhouse all the time, in particular women, in particular creatives, mm -hmm. in particular people who are younger in their career who actually hear the opposite message. I mean, the number of creatives and women who come on stage and say, how many years do I need to work for free? Or how many years do I need to build my portfolio? And, you know, and it's so important that you're in these rooms telling them like, uh, just because you're a creative or a woman or you're young doesn't mean that you have to undersell yourself for yourself. I'm grateful you're here. And I just love what you're sharing today. I'm done speaking. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah. I, I so appreciate those remarks. And I will say that although I love to teach everyone, I am especially here for people who have ever wondered if they have a seat at the table. If you have ever wondered that for a moment, I am here for you because I too have spent those moments wondering, did I have a seat at the table? And one last thing, Sarah, you mentioned young people. If anybody here is thinking I'm new, I'm new to the world, I'm new to my field, here's what I want you to know. You have powerful advantages, you can still sell. Okay, maybe you're right out of college. You have fresh experience, right? You have fresh knowledge. You may have technological skills that older folks don't have. There is always something that you can use to sell yourself and ask for more, and I wanna be here to help you find it. All right, so I would love to take some more questions or reflections. So flash your mic if you are ready. Okay, I saw Kate first, and then I'm gonna to go to Sebastian and Megan. Kate, you're up. Breakfast with Champions, hello. Hello, good morning, Alexandra. Oh my gosh, you are so awesome. First, well, first of all, I really enjoy your uh, all your stuff on Instagram. So great job on your reels and videos and everything. And also, you know, I'm so glad that you're sharing this message because earlier on in my career, oh my, I did what everyone was saying in the beginning. I totally undervalued myself and I ended up working twice as hard. And it was so, when I really looked at the hours that I was working based on the investment that was given, it was insane and I will never do that again. And I just wanna highlight, you know, I, I, we, we sell a certification program. And one of the things that's so interesting is when we tell people the price, sometimes they say, oh my gosh, that's what you're charging. That's what, that's what it costs for a two day certification. And I have to remind them, you're not investing in a two day certification. You're investing in the impact that, that, that what you're learning is going to have on yes. your organization. And I love that you highlighted that because people that look at dollar for dollar cost, to be honest, those aren't the right people. And there are enough people in the world that invest 
in you and when and when they see talent they make that investment and so find those people because they're out there and they're so much better to work with Oh my goodness, Kate. First of all, thank you. I love being out there on Instagram and thank you for appreciating my bad dancing. I, I you know, my daughter's going to be thrilled. <laughs> you just gave me some, some instant cred with my 10 year old. Yes. Here's the thing, right? There's always going to be somebody who tries to minimize what you offer. I mean, I've had people say to me, you know, that's your rate for a keynote. You know, it's 60 minutes. And I tell them, well, I mean, people who take my courses, report that they do 20% better on their negotiations. So let's multiply that by all of the dollars that everybody who attends this touches. And you tell me, is it worth it or not? And they book, right? It's not the time, it's the value. I love it, Kate. Congrats on your two-day certification. And Sebastian, you are up next. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Alexandra, good morning. What's happening? So good to see you here. I follow you over on LinkedIn. Love your content over there. And thank you so much for being the force that you are and coming in with such a powerful reminder for us. And what showed up for me when you talked about making sure that we are charging what we're worth and adding tax is I believe that is a form of loving ourselves to the best of our ability, when we know that we can show up for ourselves and say, and step into our power and say, this is what I'm worth because I believe not only in myself, but the work I'm doing. There's been many times in the past that I've given that air quotes discount. And just like Tamara said, I almost instantly regret that decision and almost instantly go into a headspace of what in the world that I actually do. I don't care if it's 10 bucks, 100 bucks, 500 bucks, 1000 bucks. It's very challenging to to move into that space now now that I I I reflect on what took place when I was able to do it. Number 1, number 2, almost 99.9% .9 of the time when you offer someone a discount that individual will be the biggest pain in the neck, nightmare and regret as far as taking a client on that you'll have just based on the dynamics of discounts. So I am 100% team, no discounts and 100% uh, add tax on top of what you're worth this. So thank you for this share this morning. Thank you for this powerful reminder and let's go Tuesday. This is Sebastian, I'm done sharing for now. Ooh. Sebastian, I love that showing up for yourself, you know, and here's the thing, you can only show up for other people. If you have shown up for yourself, I can't tell you how many people have described to me, they asked for more, right? And maybe they got something that felt modest to them, you know, they got an additional 500 bucks, they got a 1000 bucks, they got 10,000 more on their annual salary. And what they tell me after their first day on the job, they call me and they, they're in tears and they say, Alex, it wasn't even the money. It was knowing that I did that for myself. I showed up for myself. And that's what people say across the board 
Really profound wisdom, Sebastian. Thank you. Megan, you're up next. Good morning, Alexandra, and good morning, everyone. Thank you so much. And I have not been uh, following you, but trust me, I will be following you. Um, my story is a little different. I have been a, uh, a, own, a run a owner, I guess you'd say, and <laughs> I'll explain what I mean by that owner of uh, businesses for the last 30 years, two skincare brands and a luxury uh, day and medical spa. And um, so I haven't been a coach or a consultant uh, setting fees, but you know, the old adage, as you said, um, you know, uh, I was the last to get paid. And uh, you made a comment about feeling guilty. Um, and so it was all about them. And uh, last year, um, in the early part of the lockdown, a gentleman knocked on my door and asked me if I was interested in selling my business, uh, the, the brick and mortar portion of the business. I did not sell the skincare brand and uh, the trade name. And I did a fairly good job in negotiating, but I realized I left money on the table. Had I had, uh, let's say, Sharon Lecter with me then or David Meltzer listening to him, um, uh, and I'm sure you, um, but I did a fairly good job, but now I'm putting together uh, some programs, some uh, that uh, online programs, and then I'll be doing a mastermind and the like. And I am working on what you just said about pricing these. And it's not about my time, but it's about my talent and my experience. And it's something that I'm really working on myself and my brain and my essence to understand that that is very, very valuable all of these years of experience. So thank you so much for your wisdom. Your, uh, I love your voice. And so uh, really just listening to you uh, and everything that you bring, I truly appreciate it and be blessed. Megan, thank you so much for being on this stage. Can I just say, I noticed something. You, you hesitated at the beginning when you described yourself as a founder. You mm -hmm. almost you almost sounded apologetic to me. Do do you receive that? Does that resonate at all for you? Because not the word, I, yeah, not the word founder, Alexander. But what I hesitated yeah. was, um, I I it's the uh, I think the essence of like you. I guess I maybe yes. I guess, you know being transparent here. I think it's because I worked for them, as Sharon Lecter always says. They, you know, it's not having a um, uh, a company or a business. It's about you know creating a job for yourself. So I think that therein lies the uh, essence of the hesitation. You know, is about my um, role in it. Right, uh, Megan. Here's what I want to tell you. Okay, I want a, a brief story. I have a very high achieving female client, law partner, and I, I read her resume and, and I said to her, this is incredible. You were working full time as a lawyer while putting yourself through school. And she said to me, no, Alex, I only worked. Um, I only billed 1600 hours that year. Do you know what she was saying to me, Megan? She was saying standard full time is 1800 hours. Mm -hmm. So basically she was trying to be correct. But really, she was distorting it because the truth is she worked basically full time while yes. putting herself through. Right. Mm -hmm. And here's what I see when I read your bio. Right. I see started, scaled, sustained and sold two seven figure businesses in the skincare and spa industry. Can we please um, uh, clap for Megan? 
this is an incredible accomplishment, right? And I just, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking awesome. about, Megan. Okay. Megan's so a baller. Megan nice. is. <laughs> I love, I love this room. Thank you, Megan, my people. I want you to remember the reception you got here, and I want you to read your bio anytime you are tempted to be overly factual. Just, you know, sometimes when you're kicking butt, you just got to let it happen. You have to accept that you're incredible and you've really achieved a lot. So I want to thank you for getting up on stage and also, you know, having the vulnerability to share, right? That you don't always feel like you fully inhabited that chair. Megan, you did, you do, and you will continue to inhabit that chair. So thank you for being here this morning. And I just want to add this. That is why I'm continuing on is because I want to help others to understand that they, too, can start, scale, and sustain. Because as you know, Alexandra, the sustaining part is the most challenging. And, um, and I want people to understand to start and don't stop. And that's why I'm just going to continue on and share. Thank you so much. Thank you, Megan. And, and I'm going to close out the segment with this, right? Is there anything that's more in the spirit of Breakfast with Champions than seeing a pain point in your own life and trying to make it better for other people? And so with that, I want to thank you so much for being here for my first segment. Thank you, Sarah and Glenn. For those of you who would like, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I can only do this on one platform. Um, DM me, ask for more. I would love to send you a free resource to help you get started on your negotiation journey to ask for more and add tax. And with that, Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.